What is up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with Shannon and Gail. Gail and Shannon, however you want to slice it. Here we are. Welcome back to episode 109. 109. And feeling fine. And feeling great. Are you feeling great? I'm feeling fantastic. You just got back from the Bahamas, so there's no reason why you shouldn't be. I know. You know what's funny? I feel like typically I'm in the, you know, the camp of get back from vacation, you're exhausted and you need another vacation. But yeah. this time I do not feel like that. So I'm very thankful. Like, Do you think it has something to do with the fact that you didn't go with 20 of your closest friends? And I just think it had to do with the different fact vibe. That, yeah, I think it just had to do with the fact that I wasn't like drinking as yeah. Not even really so much. Yeah, the drinking, but I also think um, we really made it a point. I went with my boyfriend and his family and it was for his dad's um 60th birthday party which was super fun we went to the Bahamas and I really think we made it a point to like we had like a a plan for every day like we were like okay like the first day we're gonna do like the pool and then the second day we did like a different pool and then the third day we did a boat (laughs) but like it's not like our days were so structured like if you wanted to sleep in until eight you could it wasn't like we had like okay we have to get breakfast here and lunch there or anything like that it was like very chill and I think like I'm not I'm not used to having any level of chill in my life. So it was very nice. And I didn't, I also like didn't drink a lot. So, but I, you know what I, I feel like I don't drink a lot in the sun anyways, because don't you feel like if you have like a drink in the sun, it's the equivalent of having like five drinks indoors. Yeah. And then the heat, it's just, I was in bed every night by probably 1030, which was a dream come true, but you'd be exhausted. Cause like, you know, when you're really sunburned and then you like, it's 6 p.m. and you're like nodding off because you're like, I'm just like probably, you know, have severe sun poisoning. So I need to go to sleep. Dude, there's nothing better than coming back from the pool or the beach. You've gotten sun. You're like slightly dehydrated. So you, you you take a nap and then you wake up and it's time to get ready for dinner. And it's like, wow, that was the most refreshing nap ever. Exactly. I'm sure you weren't napping on your vacation, but I feel like we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. It's it honestly is really nice. Like just being in the sun all day, like they had like a swim up bar. I did have like a pina colada or two throughout the trip, which was fun. But then, yeah, like afterwards we would get ready for dinner. Like I didn't put like makeup on for like it was just like nice, you know, and then we would go out to places on the resort. We went to the Bahamar um, in the Bahamas and in Nassau and highly recommend it's Hot like spot. one of those places that everything is there like there's does shopping. anyone go anywhere else I feel like anytime someone goes to the Bahamas it's there like or it's the Ad- only place or Atlantis oh like Atlant- Atlantis I forgot Atlantis is in the Bahamas yes those are the um, two go-tos I agree well they're both massive and it's yeah. like one of those places where we initially were going to go to um Turks and Caicos but we ended up going here instead to the Bahamas instead and um it's one of those just like massive resorts where you can do like, there's a nightclub there. There's like the biggest casino in the Bahamas is there. There's mm-hmm. shopping. There's like, you know, the sugar factory there. There's a bunch of restaurants. There's like a ton to do. We actually did go off like off the campus. Main. I don't know. <laughs> like for some of our dinners, which was nice. Cause we saw like a lot of the more like authentic cuisine and everything, which was awesome. But it's nice. Cause you don't really have to worry about it. Like you can get up, walk around. It's safe grab a coffee, like walk to the beach, like everything's within walking distance, which is really nice. Um, So I highly recommend if you're ever going to the Bahamas to go there. I think it was quite lovely. And it's funny because when Michael and I were on spring break, senior year of college, we went to (laughs) this resort. Like it was was 500 of us on this spring break trip. Yeah. And we were driving through the Bahamas to this beautiful hotel. And we were like, oh my gosh, are we staying there? And then the cab driver took like a sharp right turn and it was like <laughs> the hotel next door and we walked in and like our room was like covered in blood and like I don't know someone got what? murdered there or like what the vibe was there was only three drinks red drink blue drink and purple drink all week you're going to like the clubs you're waiting in lines like you're taking buses is everywhere. it literally called red drink purple drink blue yep, drink you can get red drink blue drink or purple drink what did you get <laughs> I don't I, I'm, I'm pretty sure purple drink you had to but it was just like, funny though because like the Bahamar was the place that we thought we were staying at on spring break and we actually had to stay oh. there this time. So we were him and I were just joking around because obviously now we're 20, you know, 27, 28, whatever. 
And we're like, wow, we didn't like, we're, we're finally staying in the place that we thought we was, would be staying. Aw, full circle. We were seniors in college. But we like, we could see across the street and we could see the, that resort. Oh, it's still standing? It's <laughs> yeah, still in it's business? Yeah, still there. Yeah, that's where all the spring breakers go. Oh I think God. we missed spring break by like a week. Cause I was like, imagine if we just walk outside and it's like a wet t-shirt contest happening. Oh, like, that would have been amazing. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, highly recommend. How are you? I missed you. I haven't um, seen you in like a week. I know. I feel like the weekend before you left for the Bahamas, we had a pretty fun weekend. Was that St. Patrick's Day? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And so I feel like if I have one fun weekend, I can't have two fun weekends in a row. You can't double up. No. Like yeah. I need to financially and emotionally recover. recover. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, it was a very relaxing weekend. Like Friday night, we just went out to dinner, just us two, sat at the bar, came home, was on the couch watching a movie by nine Saturday day, we went to Mr. Man's parents' house for a family fun day. His whole family got together. And then Sunday, didn't do a damn thing. But I forgot that I didn't update you guys on my apartment. I know I put up a poll like a while ago. It's been a minute since I put up the poll asking you guys what I should do about my upstairs neighbor. Oh, yeah. And I finally did something about it. It was a while ago. I left a note in front of his door and I thought it was really funny because we have a trash chute. Every floor has a trash chute. And when I walked up to this man's apartment door, what was outside of his door? A pile of trash, like a trash bag, like full of crap. And, and I'm like, the trash chute. like two feet away is a trash chute. And I was like, okay, this tells me everything I need to know about oh, this guy. Okay. And whatever. So I ended up putting my name and number at the bottom of the thing. He ends up texting me later that night and we had a very good conversation. Like he wasn't mean about it. Like I could, it could have went one of two ways. Like it could have been, yeah, I hear you. I respect what you're saying. And like nothing changes. That would have been the best case scenario. Or you could have been like, bitch, like go fuck yourself. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then start stomping like an actual elephant, like intentionally. And neither of those happened. I, have no regrets. I've noticed a dramatic difference in the stepping like, noises. Yes. And wow. like, no, I haven't gotten woken up. I'm okay. That's not true. I got woken up once since, and it was on a weekend. So I was like, I can't complain because no. it's a weekend. No, especially if it's like, imagine it's like 11 PM on a Saturday night yeah. and you're complaining because you're trying to sleep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, loser. Um, but now I'm starting to have buyer's remorse because, um, another update, our shower is leaking, but it's not our shower. It's his shower because all the floors are the same, like all the units. So his floor plan and my floor plan are the exact same. So his shower is leaking because the ceiling of our shower has like water marks, whatever it's called. So we had to have like our super like reach out to him and be like, yo, we got to fix your shower because it's fucking up there so I'm like he's probably not the most thrilled he's probably just like who are these people but also like get your shower fixed I'd be fine with that like I'm sure it's affecting him too you never know he probably doesn't even know it half the time because this happened to me at my old apartment and I didn't have a shower for a week because when oh. they fixed it they had to tear apart the wall and like go into the yeah. wall so plumbing. I could see him being a little like not thrilled yeah. with and you. The, and the thing about our building is that they're condos. So there's a good chance he might own his condo or he's just renting from whoever bought it. And I'm really hoping it's the latter because if he's the owner, then he has to pay oh, for it. That's not great. No. So I'm like, shit. I like almost want to text him and be like, sorry about that. Sorry, but like I don't own my apartment and I'm not trying for to get law like a lawsuit from my landlord. Interesting. Yeah, that is, it's quite unfortunate. It the is. Whole, the whole series of events. I know, um, I'm, I'm ready to move. You're ready to move. Yeah. Where do you think you'll go next? Easty still. But like not that apartment building. Not that building. Okay, no. understood. I feel like it's that time of the year where you start to wonder, is it, am I going to resign? So like, I just finished up working with my trainer. So did Michael. Um, it was like a six month program and it was great. He teaches you so much. Um, about like workouts and how to not be scared of the gym, et cetera. But now that it's over him and I were like, what do we do next? Yeah. And I feel like where we live in Seaport, there's like, I mean, there's a bunch of options, but the two options we liked best of all of them, cause there's like a core power, which I do like core power, but probably not like every day. Yeah. Um, 
And there's like spinning, but I'm not a spinning person. Me neither. I don't know. I've never got, been able to get into it. I don't know why. But um, there's a, everybody fights, which I love. Yes. And then there's the equinox. Yep. So I wanted to do everybody fights, but Michael wasn't as pumped about that. For some reason, I feel like guys just hate group classes, but I don't know. But they don't just have group classes. They, they have, have like a bunch gym of stuff. Equipment. I know. Maybe I'll try to convince him to do it. But he really wants Equinox. I wanted to do everybody fights. I guess we don't have to do the same thing, but like sometimes it is fun working out together. Um, cause we went through a call a period in college where Michael was like, I would never go to the gym with my girlfriend cause that's lame. Now he likes to go to the gym with me. So it's like kind of cool. Like it makes yeah. me feel cool, you know, but even if you but, do your own thing, you both have a gym in your building that you can go to together. Exactly. Um, but we were like kind of thinking like, what's, what's our next move. And he went to Equinox today for like a tour or whatever but it's a year long commitment. So all of a sudden my brain is like, where will we be? Like, where will year. we be in a year? Like, will, will I be here in a year? I don't know. And then you start like thinking, you're like, am I happy with where I live? Do I like my apartment? And there's still so long to go. I know. But I feel like you start having those thoughts. He texted me and he was like, can I use you as a referral? Oh. Like for Equinox. What does that do? It waives his initiation fee. And then I get like a perk or something. And I was like, um, Normally I would say yes, but my membership ends on Friday. So unless you sign up by Friday, um, probably not. And also you should probably like get a referral from someone who will actually benefit from it. Like find someone else that goes to Equinox because like I won't benefit from it because like next month I won't have it. True. So then so then our good friend Dan. Oh, cute. He used his referral. That's very cute. But I was like, you know, it's a year long commitment, right? And he was like, yeah, I know. I don't want that. That's what I mean. It's like scary. It's a they huge lock, commitment. They lock you in. I don't know if I can do a year. Everything I've ever signed up for is I'm like a three month girl. I tried something out for three months. And if I don't like it, I need to be you done. You know what you could do though? What? Because you have your parents in New Hampshire. What? Just do a quick little, oh, I moved out of state. True. The old and I moved there. out of state. Yeah. I feel like gyms though, like they make you basically verify your identity well, what's more on your than license? like my New Hampshire New address. Hampshire yeah there you go you have proof proof that's true proof is all they need yeah um but yeah anyways it just makes you think like where, I know where will I be in a year and then I start having these like weird thoughts I'm like I don't know I don't know I could be here I could I could move again I could stay like I don't know what the vibe is well well well, you can't go. No, I'm not going to go. Because you have though. to stay here with me. No, I mean like in my physical building. Oh. Not like leave the city. I mean, yeah. this would be the first year that you don't renew or don't, don't move. Don't move. And it's almost like I'm more scared of not moving because that's my normal. Exactly. No. <laughs> like you kind of have to move. It's like tradition. It's tradition to move. Like most people are scared of change, which would be moving. For me, change is not moving. Yes. It's a weird thought. Wow. I don't know. It's probably psychotic. Oh, also something I didn't bring up, but I had to share. I did on vacation flamingo yeah. yoga. Highly recommend. That terrifies me. It's so- Are they flamingos nice? Flamingos are so cute. Oh my God, they're But angels. are they nice? They're so sweet. They like, they're very just like majestic. There was like five of them. They're doing <laughs> a full on yoga class and they just like walk around you. At one point, one of them was pecking my phone. It was like trying to text on my phone. <laughs> and the guy was, the instructor was like, yeah, they might come up to you. They might like rub like their like beak against like your head or something. Like they might I would like scream. flap their wings next to you. But oh, like, I don't. I see. I don't. I don't fuck with wings. I am terrified like, of anything with but, wings. But like, just let it. Like it's fine. Like they're chilling. But they were so cute. They they just like sit next to you and like look at you. I love them. I've I, never been that close to a flamingo. I do love that they're pink. They're so it's a vibe. and like the color pink in person. Did you know they lived to like sixty years old? Also, 60? did you know they were endangered? But like the Bahamian government like put like made the it what a point. government Bahamian like in the Bahamas, oh. they made it like a point to like create these like natural like, conservatories their, and now they're like repopulating them. And it's so cute. Is that I their love natural origin? Like the Bahamas or where did they come from? I, Bahamas is one of them. There might be others, but they're so cute. They also sleep standing up literally on one leg. I've never seen anything like it. They're so I'm a huge, I'm a huge flamingo. Was that your first time seeing a flamingo in real life? <laughs> yes. You never saw one at a zoo? I don't go to zoos. You never went to a zoo growing up. I'm sure I did, but I tried to block it out of remember. my memory because I think the zoos are evil. I know. But besides for that. <laughs> Anyways. You're talking about the girl that almost started crying because I thought that the tank that the sharks were in wasn't big enough. I found They're out that it was. definitely not big enough. No, at this place. Uh, it was big. Wait, there's I just, sharks? At your it was resort? Like, land shark, like they had this whole like, 
under the pool. It's like this blue lagoon thing. I mean, no cage is going to be bigger than the ocean. True. See, I, I agree with you and I stand by that, but I guess it's like sharks that wouldn't have made it in the wild. But then I'm like, are you just telling me that to make me feel better? Anyways, let's dive <laughs> Circle into- of life. Speaking of water, let's dive into drunk deets. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay. I told myself I wasn't going to report on another Emrata dating theory or not theory update allegation, but this Rumor. bitch is rumored to be dating Harry Styles. And I just, I just think it's silly. You think it's silly. I think it's Harry Styles. I feel like Harry Styles was not meant to be tamed. Like, are they I feel like Harry Styles is that guy in high school. That's like super nerdy and like wears like, <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt like overalls. unbuttoned and overalls and he's like a little out there but like there's this weird like like hot factor about him that for some reason the girls like he's, but other people can't seem to seem to pinpoint it like I don't see him and go wow but so many girls are like he's my dream man and I don't I don't get it I think it's one of those like it's his personality and his What's the what's the word vibe? vibe. I'll, yeah, I'll just go with vibe because I feel like whenever word. whenever in doubt I say vibe. Vibe, I know. If I can't, but like find his word. je ne sais quoi, je ne sais quoi, like his <laughs> je ne sais quoi is just like I've been watching his concerts on TikTok, like videos of people TikToking him. Does he have a je ne sais quoi? He just looks so fun and flirty. Okay, so he's fun. I feel like I every don't, girl likes when in doubt be fun. I've always said this: be fun, be cute. I just don't see him being tied down. And and same with Emrata. That girl hops to another person to another person faster than I switch personalities. Like it's just when I first saw the news postings, I initially went eye roll. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, okay. It was a make out in Tokyo. Like, you know, both of them are rebounding. Like, could they just could it have just been a make out? Like I feel like we see people. Well, then they were at the Vanity Fair, too. I know, but like, what if they're just like having fun and they're just like, I think that's exactly what going on dates and it's nothing serious. Like, I think sometimes when we see celebrities together for more than like one occasion, we're like, okay, they're dating, they're gonna get married. But it's also like, he just got to have a pretty serious relationship. Wait, he did? With Olivia Wilde. Mm -hmm. She's a singer, right? No. No. What are you talking about? Who's Olivia Wilde? She's an actress. She was on House oh, and then shit. she made, um, she like directed Don't Worry Darling. The show House. Oh, uh, wait. You you know Olivia Wilde. She was married to um, Jason Sudeikis, right? Hmm. So. Okay, I've never seen House. I did see Don't Worry Darling. And now it makes sense why he was the main character in that movie. Because they were, they were getting down with it behind the scenes. Makes sense. Um, They were in an actual relationship? Yeah. Did you not like all like the drama that happened? Did we report on it? And I'm just having my typical okay, memory so loss. It was like this whole thing, like Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis were married. They have like children together, all this stuff. Like she leaves him, starts dating Harry Styles. And then there was all that drama where she tried to put Harry Styles in her movie when I think it was like Shia LaBeouf was supposed to have it or something. Shia LaBeouf? How's Shia LaBeouf? Wow. No, I have no idea who this... Now I feel like I'm losing my mind. No, you're probably right. I just... I don't know who this girl is. I thought she was a singer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, you don't remember all the drama that happened? I don't know. I don't remember what I had yeah, for so breakfast. Yeah, so Shia LaBeouf was supposed to do the movie. She replaces him with uh, Jason... or With, um... What's his face? Harry. Harry Styles. Everyone was pissed because they were like, she's just putting her boyfriend in the movie. I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that happened. But to be completely honest, I don't really care that much. Um, and then there's like a whole custody battle with her and Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso. I don't watch that. Well, your boyfriend does. I know. <laughs> Anyways, it's been like all over the news for like a, a year probably. So. Huh. Anyways, um, she was dating Harry Styles for a while. Very similar like the Megan Fox situation of like, she leaves her husband and ends up dating this like 20 something year old guy. It's like Kim leaving Kanye for Pete. Yeah, like that <laughs> type of vibe. And then like probably just gets the ick because she's like, oh, wait a second. He's like 20 something and probably immature. Definitely type vibe. immature. Um, anyway, so they break up, I think in like maybe December or January. And then he was spotted kissing Emrata. And I guess there's been like photos that have come out recently of like Emrata and Olivia Wilde's like, attending like 
at events together where they were like in photos, like posing like the like, like their friends. friends. They're definitely not wow. close friends because I only saw like two photos over the past six months. I'm like, they can't be that close. They're probably friendly. So I don't know if there was drama there. Or people were just like grasp, grasping at straws. But anyways, everyone's freaking out about it. And I just think it's a classic, like, I think Hollywood is actually so small. So a lot of these people just date the same people because there's only so many like famous people out there. And you're not going to date a non-famous person. I don't think it's person. small enough to be dating friggin' Every, like the same people. Yeah. I mean, there's Hollywood is, is just roaming with famous people. Why do you have to pick with the most famous guy? Yeah. It's like she only dates people. Like, why don't you date a B-list actor? Oh. A B-list No, celeb. if I'm, if I'm, Emily Ratajkowski, no. I'm also dating an A-list No, actor. you want your boyfriend to be a little bit less attractive than you. I think he's a lot less when attractive you're that, than her. <laughs> when you're that good looking, like you can't date someone that's equally as good looking. No, It'll but just listen, be a competition. I don't think that's true. Her ex-husband, the reason they broke up, I'm pretty sure is because of her cheating ex-husband? allegations. Oh, that's right. And everyone was like, if you cheat on Emrata, like and he's how? like, not very cute. No offense. Um, I have no idea who he is. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because, you know, the internet's freaking out. People were saying Harry Styles is a bad kisser because it was like a super awkward video of them making out, um, which I don't know. Maybe it was just like a bad moment. <laughs> maybe he was drunk. Did you see it? I did. I like had to kind of turn away because I, I don't really like watching people kiss unless it's like a movie where there's probably like, you know, 50 different takes that were taken to get the perfect moment in the wild. I don't need to see people <laughs> in like, the wild. Making out. <laughs> I couldn't find, I like, I don't know if it's just me, but like every video I found was blurry as all hell. And I'm like, why are people he micro just, like, managing? Looked, he looked awkward in the video. Well, he probably knew people were, I mean, you'd feel awkward too. If people had a camera in your face. I just feel like it's one of those things. Like if you were to see a video of yourself talking, you look normal, but if you were to like pause it, you're making a weird face no matter what you do. Yes. It's the same thing. Like maybe the kiss was fine, but like it was the video just was taken at a bad moment. Anyways, I don't know. But what I did think was interesting, regardless of the kiss with her and Harry Styles, is that I'm like, all right, this girl has had, we've talked about her so many times and she's been with like so many famous people over the past few months. So I just like went down this rabbit hole of just like looking into her past relationships and kind of her vibe. So she, for those of you that don't know, Emily Ratajkowski was married to Sebastian Bear McLeod um, for four years. So no wonder she didn't change her last name. Yeah. Bear McLeod. Yeah. It's a long one. She has a cool last name. I would keep it too. Um, So they got married in February of 2018. I remember this actually because they like eloped. And I remember thinking it was kind of cool because- they didn't have this big ceremony and they kind of did it. And it was low key. And I was like, oh, they must just really love each other. That's cute. So <laughs> God for, yeah, to think they actually loved each other. Wow. Well, versus I feel like half of them just do it for like the. No, that's a hundred percent. Right. Um, so she revealed on Instagram that they got married in town hall cel- ceremony in New York, but it, the marriage news came only weeks after the couple were first spotted hanging out, which I thought, I didn't know that. And I thought it was wild. Now we know how Hollywood works and people like apparently date in secret for like months or years. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they were hanging out for a while before they get married, but they were only spotted together a few weeks before. But what's even more surprising about that is that her marriage to Sebastian was, um, happened right after she got out of a long-term relationship shortly before. So she was in a four-year relationship with a guy named Jeff Mag- Magid. Magid? Is he famous? No, I... Uh, oh, it says American music composer and okay. producer. So um, so she was in a four-year-long relationship with um, Jeff Magid. Magid, I don't really know. I guess he's like a m- music producer. Um, and they break up. And then a few weeks later, there's photos of her with Sebastian. A few weeks after that, she's married. I didn't know any of that. Um, I figured she was with Sebastian for a while before they got married. And I guess you could argue when you know, when you know. And they did end up being married for four years. So it was a long-term marriage <laughs> by Hollywood standards. Yep. They have a child together, et cetera. Um, I guess the reason that they ended up splitting was um, there was some like cheating allegations that came out. Some people, I think I saw on like Dumois or something that 
he was allegedly like in a or like dating a waitress at a restaurant oh, near fun. them for a no, like he was cheating on her with a waitress. <laughs> it was sarcasm. Oh, um, a waitress. He was cheating. Wow. He was cheating on her with like a waitress and like a nearby restaurant or something like that. I don't really know the details. And she was first spotted without her wedding ring last February, and then she moved out officially in August, where they like split and have been going through like a divorce since then. So basically. I feel like it's been so much longer than that, but it's only been since August that she like moved out of the apartment that they were living in and like left him and they've been separated since then. So I just feel like ever since then, the amount of people I've heard of her either dating or talking to, it's like Brad Pitt, DJ like Orezo, Pete Davidson, like Eric Andre, now Harry Styles, lots of people, which I'm never going to judge because when you're going through a breakup, I understand that it can be pretty crazy, but it hit me like Emrata is definitely the girl that's like always been in a relationship and she's yeah. like, she doesn't never, know how to be alone. She's never been just like, even for a month or two, just like, you know what? I think I'm going to be single. There's yeah. always someone. She, I think probably ending a marriage probably bruised her ego a tiny bit. So I feel like she needed, I mean, again, I have no freaking idea, but based off of what I'm hearing, if if I were in her shoes, I think I would also be seeking validation for men. Oh, of course, yeah. And if I had the opportunity to, to, like, if I was her and, like, you can date Brad Pitt, like, go for it, I guess. But I mean, it's mind-boggling. Just, it's like, M. Rada, like, why, how do you cheat on? I know it's not well, all about love. We always say but, it goes back to the fact that cheating has nothing to do with the person that's cheated on. It has to do with the person that's cheating. It's true. And if Emrata can get cheated on, all you girls or guys out there listening, <laughs> I guess mostly girls, I don't think any guys listen, it has nothing to do with you. True. I it, thought you were going to say you can get cheated on too. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the spirit. No, I'm just saying, if you were cheated on, it's not that there's anything wrong with you because Emrata got cheated on too. It really is. It's it's a beautiful thing. Life. Yeah, all of Hollywood has gotten cheated on. True. Except for Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, I will hold out hope for them. Until the day I die. I love them. If I ever find out that they're not working out, like I'm I'm done with Hollywood couples. Isn't like she pregnant again? Yeah. I think I think they're probably they're doing well they're over good. there. I'm proud of them and I love them. Oh, and um who else? David Beckham and his wife. Victoria. Victoria. They've made it too. Proud of them. Amazing. We I love, love to see it. Them. Okay, I'm gonna talk about this for 0.2 seconds because I'm honestly sick of the whole thing. But allegedly there is truce between Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber. Yay. Did you read their Insta stories? Like I skimmed through them and I was just like, okay. <laughs> it's honestly like Ugh. And I'm on neither one's team in this I'm like situation. Officially team no one. I'm team no one, but like I and I don't want to don't want to shit on Haley for for those that don't know what happened. Haley literally like there's no way in hell I'm reaching out to my current husband's ex-girlfriend to be like, Hey, we got to do something about this. Like, what do we do? Like I'm receiving death threats. Like, I don't know what to do. Like we need to make this hate stop. Cause I can't handle it anymore. And it's like, what? It doesn't matter what Selena says or does. Her fans are batshit crazy. And they're going to, like, I, I think, like, what do you do? Like, It's you, bigger than Selena Gomez. It, like, it yes. doesn't matter what she does because they're their own beast. You know what I mean? It's like Frankenstein and his monster. Frankenstein created the monster, but then eventually the monster had a mind of its own. It's, it's embarrassing. I just think the whole situation is embarrassing and... Uh, what do these people have nothing better to do? Like Selena is busy running this business. Haley has her own business and a YouTube channel and whatever else she does. Like, <laughs> why are you focusing on and you, your billionaires? Like if I were a billionaire, I wouldn't care about a couple death threats. You know what I think is weird. Okay. So I'm trying to put myself in Haley Bieber's shoes. I'm like, I'm receiving death threats. What do I do? Higher I was security. Sure. But I'm sure they have a ton of security. So, so what are we worried about? It's all online, right? So what do I do? I turn off my Instagram comments. Like Alex and Cooper I did. ask my husband to turn off his Instagram comments, at least at least limit the posts. Not forever, but just until this blows by, which it always does, by the way. It always blows up, right? Yeah. So it's been going on for a few weeks. It's been crazy. People are going to find their next thing to freak out about, and this is going to blow over. I guess Justin Bieber apparently is an asshole, but like, let's say you're, you had a husband that wasn't an asshole and like would support you, then he would limit his commenting on his posts. 
you limit yours, you turn off commenting on your TikTok videos and you live in a world of blissful ignorance where you pretend that everyone likes you for like a month or two. And then when you turn your commenting back on in the future, people are gonna forget about it. And then you can just like live in a world where you just assume people like you and like ignorance is bliss, you know what I mean? And people, like the fact that she's giving them the ability to comment, she's giving them the power to do that. And it's getting to her. If it wasn't getting to her, like check out Kylie Jenner's comments sometimes. Like they're not particularly nice. I don't, I really don't think she reads them. I don't think it gets to her. Kylie would never post on her Insta story. Please, please leave me alone. Because they're just so used to it. But like if Haley can't handle it, okay, fine. Then just turn off the commenting. I think it's odd that she kept the commenting on. So part of me is like, is there, is this whole thing being milked for the drama? Because I just can't understand. There was a, there was a time like years ago when either they first got together or there was like some other like, love triangle drama where Haley Bieber did turn off her comments. I remember like you either, oh no, it was posts, um, comments were limited because mm. you could never comment on Haley Bieber's post for like probably a good two years unless you were someone that she was following. So now that you can, I'm like, I don't understand. So I think that is suspicious to me for sure. Well, so why is an easy solution? Cause it's not like they live in like a fortress. They have security. It's not like she needs to receive fan mail or like hate messages. Like, Everything else she has about her life is protected except for social media. And she's literally letting herself, like letting her comments exist. So I think that's weird. In terms of like her reaching out to Selena, I do think it's weird to reach out to your like husband's ex-girlfriend and be like, what are we gonna do about this? I'm receiving death threats. Part of me is like, okay, maybe they actually are on okay terms. And she just was like, hey, like this is getting ridiculous. Like I wanna move on with my life. I don't hate that she did it. But I actually think it was kind of petty for Selena to like, didn't Selena post the conversation? No. I thought she did. No. I thought Selena was like, hey, Haley reached out to me saying she's been receiving death threats. She did. She said that, but she didn't post that conversation. Well, right, but like, it's the fact that she said Haley reached out to me. Yeah. Like if, Haley, if Selena had just said, hey guys, I think this is ridiculous. I don't think but she should be receiving. But put yourself in Selena's shoes. Like, you don't want to seem like a fan of your your ex's wife. Like, you, she doesn't want people to think like, in her spare time, she's like reading Haley's comments to be like, Oh my gosh, or she she's could be like, hey, me and Haley talked and we just decided like, this is too much, let's stop. Yeah. I feel like there was a level of Selena where, yeah. again, I think that she's a little bit of a bitch. She knew what she was doing, where if she intentionally said, Haley reached out to me and she was crying about her death threats, the yeah. fans are gonna be like, oh, Haley, like what yeah. a dumb bitch, she was crying again. I just think that they both have like an angle. And at this point, I think that they just both are like drunk off attention and everything is so intentional. I don't know. Of course, everything in Hollywood is. I'm sure Chris Jenner is behind it. <laughs> it's just like when in doubt, Chris, it's Chris Jenner's fault. It's it's Chris She's Jenner's mastermind, world, and we're just living. Haley's been hanging out with the Kardashians too much, and Chris is rubbing off. True that. Um, okay. In other news, this was actually like I feel like whenever we talk about celebrity news, part of me is like not invested. I am invested in this. <laughs> so apparently, there's rumors going on right now that Alex Earl and Braxton Berrios are dating slash hooking up. When I saw this, I was like shocked. Definitely not dating. I would say hooking up. And I, I heard about this uh, maybe a week or two ago and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, like they're probably just seen at a I party. I saw it on close. like some random like Reddit feed or like something like, I want to say like three weeks ago or like a month ago. And but, I was like, oh, people just say dumb shit. Yes. And then I was like, whatever, like it probably isn't that deep. But then she posted a get ready with me as she always does. But she was getting ready for a boy to come over to make homemade sushi with. And I was like, that seems pretty intimate, intimate, intimate. Yeah. I can't say intimate. Intimate. Intim- I'm saying intimate. It right. Now I feel like I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Intimate? Intimate. Intimate. <laughs> intimate. It doesn't sound intimate. right coming intimate. from There's me. There's no N. It's not intimate. It's intimate. Intimate. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Whatever. It sounded like, okay, like you're having Braxton Barrios come over to your college frat house. Like no way. With your five Unless roommates. Unless you're like dating. Or like. It's just bizarre to me. Like, go out for sushi like a normal person. I don't know. Making sushi at home just seems... First of all, have you done it? It's so hard. It seems... No, I haven't. It's so hard. And it does seem very like we've been at least seeing each other for a while. Yes. Like, a little while. Like, you don't just invite a guy over to make sushi. We just talked about this last week. That's not first... Like, maybe you've been seeing each other for a month and he comes over. Or like, no, 
two or three weeks and he comes over At to least. make sushi. Yes. And I was like, the fact that she said that, I was like, oh, she's breadcrumbing. Wait, so why Everyone, do you think it's him though? Because like there hasn't been any other speculations of who she's talking to. I mean, there when she was in Nashville for spring break, people were like, oh my God, I wonder if she's going to see Morgan Wallen and Paige is going to literally like cry about it because she would. Um, and And nothing came from that. Like nothing happened in Nashville that we know of. Interesting. For those of you that don't know, like, I guess the whole backstory to this whole thing. So Braxton Berrios, he is a NFL player. He was on the Jets. Um, and the reason I actually first, he, he was on the Patriots a while ago too, like low key. Really? Yeah. Um, but he was on the Jets and was dating Sofia Culpo. So um, Sofia Culpo is Olivia Culpo's little sister. They have a show together called The Colpo Sisters, which I did finish, by the way. Wow. Um, the first season came out. And if you haven't watched it, it's actually really cute. So anyways, Sophia, Olivia, they live together in LA. Um, they both have like NFL boyfriends. Olivia's dating Christian McCaffrey. And Sophia was dating Braxton Berrios. And they were dating for two years. They always looked so cute together. Yeah. I think that's why this news like, kind of makes me sad. Because I, I really did. Like I shipped them. I thought they were yeah. so cute. And adorable and like kind of quirky and fun and whatever. Um, and they would always post together. They had like a little puppy and she would do like the long distance thing, like LA to New York City to see his games, et cetera, all the time. Over the course of the show, they talk about him like re-signing with the Jets. And she she and Olivia were having like probably fake made up problems <laughs> about like living together as shows create, which we're gonna be doing for our reality t- TV show too. Um <laughs> and then like the the season finale is basically spoiler alert. Um, her and Olivia like kind of getting into a fight about living together, and she wants to like create her own path where like things weren't given to her and blah 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 blah. And it's so hard being an influencer. So then, just kidding. I actually <laughs> really do love her, but um, she decides she's going to move to New York City with her boyfriend Braxton, and they're going to get like an apartment together and leave Olivia, and she's going to leave LA. And it's like an emotional goodbye, and that's the last episode. So it kind of leaves on like a cliffhanger, not knowing what's going to happen next, but they would always post together. And then I did notice that like they kind of stopped like in December, they were posting together around um, Christmas time, like together in New York city and like on new year's. And then all of a sudden, like January, I saw nothing, didn't think anything of it. And then in February on like Valentine's day, she was posting a bunch of photos of like herself, but nothing with him. And that's the first time that I was like, all right, is something going Mm. on, but they didn't delete any of like, he still has all her pictures with her on his Instagram. So I was like, Oh, maybe they're like still together. Um, but then it was very much like lately it's like, there's no, and she definitely deleted some of her posts. So I was like, okay, they must've broken up. But then everyone said that he, so I saw in Demois, which who knows how accurate this is. I think Demois is pretty accurate. You think it is? Yeah. She went on, um, BFF's podcast. Obviously she went like anonymous. Like it was just her voice. She like, no one still to the day knows who she is, but like, I believe majority of what she says. Wait, who did this? Oh, Demois went on BFF's BFFs, podcast. Um, But yeah, so, oh yeah. And then he recently decided that he was not going to make it work with the Jets. I guess they couldn't reach like a contractual agreement about money. So he ends up walking. Like they decided not to make it work. He signs with the Dolphins, which obviously are based in Miami, which is really interesting. So Dumois posted the other day, um, someone had like asked being like, are they still together? And Dumois said, a source reached out saying that they can confirm that Braxton broke up with Sophia after meeting Alex Earl and now, and they are now hooking up. And Mm. then another source said they either met at uh, Pegasus horse um, race in Miami or at Miles Shears birthday party. Both are only a few days apart in Miles Shears. um, Miles Shears. 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 I don't even know who that is. He's like a producer, like a manager or something like that in Hollywood. Um, But his birthday is in February. So it must it must be like a month long relationship so far. Wait, so he broke up with Sophia for, for Alex. Alex. That's what Demois says, and apparently it's like one of their sources confirmed this. Whether or not that's true, I have zero Wait, idea. But I'm so curious. But now when I'm was his party before or after Valentine's Day? The Miles guy. I don't know. I think it was like February, when like early Miles? February, maybe like February sure. 9th, I think I saw. But Anyways, more of a story. I'm never someone that's like blames the girl, especially not Alex Earl. But it did make me a little bit sad because if this is true, like if he just, if they broke up and then he met Alex, fine. But if he did actually meet Alex Earl and then leave his long-term girlfriend who like was going to move to New York for her, that makes me 
really sad because I love both girls. I feel However, like Alex Earl has no idea who Olivia or Sophia is. She must know if it's his ex-girlfriend and if they're hanging but out. But like prior to that, like I don't think she was like, oh, like isn't he dating Sophia Coppola? Like I highly doubt that Alex Earl, like she's way too know. busy to be wrapped I mean, up in I that. I feel like you always would know who the guy that you're talking to's ex-girlfriend is, especially if they After had a TV the fact. show. You're right. But I like prior to meeting him, I don't think she knew who Sophia she might, was. Yeah, she might not have known. But you know what it is sad about it though is, okay, so there's a very, very 100% strong chance that he probably didn't break up with her for Alex Earl. It's probably like they were probably fighting. Their relationship was probably coming to an end. He decided to go to, to not stay in New York. So I'm sure they were having issues and then maybe he met Alex like as him and Sophia were kind of breaking up. I'm sure that's a little bit more accurate than him actually cheating on her with Alex. But oh. if that did happen, that's like every girl's nightmare is your boyfriend like goes to a party and meets Alex Earl and then dumps you. Oh in my that God. I, I don't know what I would do. I would um, be so upset. Get a boob job. That's what that I would, would do. Just, I, that would be it for me. I, I think I'd give up on men. Okay. His birthday was before... Valentine's Day. Day. I think it was February 1st. So who knows? I don't know. But the next season of the Couple Sisters, hopefully they renew it. I'm, I hope they do I'm sure too. they will talk about it because I need to know at this point. Like I'm so invested. Damn. Alex Earl. I know. Is that, a, is that an upgrade from whoever her ex was? I think so. I think so too. Yeah. What was her ex-boyfriend? Basketball? Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was baseball. Baseball? Tyler? I think you're right. I think it was baseball. Yeah. I'd much rather go to a football game over a baseball game. Yeah. And like he's in Miami and it's warm. I guess, yes. his, I guess her ex was in LA, but. I and she's know. planning on, Alex is planning on staying in Miami post-grad. Exactly. So they can stay together forever. <laughs> Sorry, Sophia. I know. It makes me sad. I really do love Sophia. Breaks my heart. Have you heard of um, the new thing called pear? The fruit? Yeah. No, never, uh, never had a pair in my life. Okay, so I saw this on Instagram the other day. I thought it was interesting. Apparently there is um, like a new trend going around. I don't know how many people are actually doing it or if they're just saying it's new trends to try to get people to do it, but they're trying to get people to wear a ring, like a very specific ring instead of using like dating apps. So you wear this ring. It's like this company called Pear. It says like Pear on it in teeny tiny little writing, but it's like a blue ring and it's like plastic and like not super, super cute, but not hideous, I guess. And the whole idea of it is it's supposed to be like an engagement ring, but instead of signaling that you're in a relationship, it's supposed to signal that you're married or that you're, that you're single. And the whole idea is that you can signal to people at the bar, letting them know that you're single. Like anyone wearing the pair ring. Like that's kind of like, I feel like kind of genius. Right. Kinda. At first I thought that, but then it was interesting because people had very different opinions. Like I think there were some people that were like, wait, this is genius because a lot of people are like, well, if someone's married, they're going to be wearing a ring anyways, but that doesn't account for everyone that's just in a relationship and right. isn't married. So if you're like a guy or a girl and you go up to someone on the bar hitting on them and like, they're like, I'm in a relationship. Obviously that's like rejection. So right. I think the whole idea is that this way you can just easily figure out who here is single and that way I know I'm not hitting on someone that, you know, or talking to someone that is in a relationship with someone. So I think some people thought it was smart and then other people were like, wait, this is like embarrassing because I'm letting the whole world know that I'm not I'm single. I'm single. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at it that way, sure. I think, um, I mean, so, okay. So if you guys want more info on it, I'm looking at the website now. It's pairring.co so this must be this must be like a what international thing I think so I don't think it started in the states probably not I really would love to know if someone is like someone we know has heard about this or is wearing it because it takes like a lot of people to start a movement like if you're like yeah. the one person at the bar wearing the pairing I feel like that's weird but yeah. imagine if everyone started doing this like everyone that was, everyone that was single yeah started wearing pairing well they should come up with colors for like people in relationships I guess so. Like red means like, no, don't talk to me. Like, like don't approach me. Purple means in a relationship, but like things aren't going well. <laughs> Wait, that's like at the parties where you, whatever color solo cup you pick is like your relationship status. Not a bad idea. But um, I did actually think about this though, because at first I was like, wait, this is kind of genius because it takes away 
a lot of like stress when you're out and about of like not knowing who's single, not knowing who's in a relationship. Right. If people actually did it right. Like I think there's a level of a com- comfortability, especially at this point where a lot of people have become a little antisocial, I think. And they'd prefer yeah. scrolling through a dating app and like swiping to actual human interaction, which I think is kind of terrifying, but whatever. Um, but let's say there's a small like percentage of people out there that actually enjoy meeting someone the old fashioned way. Right. I think initially I was like, this is smart, but then I was thinking about it and it kind of puts you in like a weird corner. Cause what if I'm a girl and I'm wearing the ring and I'm single and a guy comes up to me at the bar and hits, tries to flirt with me and I can't say, sorry, I have a boyfriend, have a boyfriend. which is what uh, we all do, whether we're single or not. Yep. And what are you supposed to say? Like, Hey, sorry, I actually just don't enjoy hey, your sorry, presence. I found this ring on the floor. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. I thought or it like, was cute. You can't even say, oh, sorry, I'm actually not looking for anything or I'm not looking to talk to anyone because you're wearing the pair ring. So you are literally yeah. trying to let people know that you are That's looking true. to talk to someone. So what do you say to them? Just like, hey, I actually really don't enjoy your face. Honestly, I think more people could learn how to do that. Yeah, just like nicely the, though. The bitter, honest truth. Yeah, no one's honest. Do you think things. anyone wants to hear the truth, though? You, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Mm, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Well, you never know. I just, I like to Yeah, check. no, but I had to think about it. There's yes. like this one episode where George is dating See, a I don't, girl. I couldn't tell you who George is. Like the Papier-Mâché episode? No. Okay. No idea. He's dating this girl, and she's like definitely annoying and weird. And he wants to end things with her, and she's talking. And he's like... Uh, it's not working out. It's not you. It's me. Like the classic line. Classic. And she's like, can you just tell me like, what is it that you don't like about me? Like, don't say it's not you. It's me. Like, like be specific. What is it? Like, what is it? Like, why are you ending things? He was like, you want the truth? And she was like, yeah. He's like, all right. I don't like your hair. <gasps> I don't like the way that you always put your hair up in these weird, like this, like weird, like bun, bun thing. And it looks ridiculous. I honestly hate the fact that you say papier mache. It's paper mache. <laughs> I don't like the fact that you make hats That's for so like funny. in your spare time. Like he goes off about like papier basically mache. like telling her that like he does <laughs> dislikes her personality like fundamentally. And she looks at him and she's like, "Thank you for being honest with me." And he was like, "Of course." And then she leaves and he's like, "Oh my god, I cracked the code. All you have to do is be honest with people and like they appreciate it and then they're not like sitting at home wondering like what happened." He's like telling everyone about it. And then a few days later they find out that she actually had like a, you know, mental like kind of psychotic break because of it like yeah because she couldn't handle being told all the horrible like all the things that a man didn't like about her i mean someone needed to correct Um, her paper mache lingo because that right but the whole idea everything else is not and obviously it was a less sensitive mental health time period for comedies but the whole idea was that no one actually wants to know like no one actually wants to be told hey you're really annoying or like I hate when you chew with your mouth open or I hate the jokes you tell or you're you're stupid and unintelligent. But you could just like, go like, we we're not compatible. Know. Like what's wrong with the white lie? Like True, we're just not lie. compatible. We don't have the same values or whatever. Like you can be nice about rejection. That's true. It is hard though. Like telling someone genuinely why you don't want to be with them. Yeah. Instead of saying things like, oh, I'm just not really in a place. I'm not in a place. Oh, that's another classic that's one. That's a classic. So I'm looking at this ring. It's blue. It's it's actually made of silicone. It says made of durable, 100% quality silicone. So what is that? Like rubber almost? Yeah, it's like rubber. That's better than plastic. Some guys wear like rubber rings. Wedding rings. Instead yeah. of their wedding bands. They don't want to lose them. It's it's only $26, which I mean, that's a lot for a ring that you only wear when you're going out. Um, but and it's made of rubber. <laughs> and it's made of rubber, yeah. But it gets you a lifetime membership to the pair club. Oh, which well, includes with a deal access. Like that. I know. It includes access to all singleton events and festivals near you. Okay, so there's like single events. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's like no, it's not like speed dating, but it's almost like you're not wasting your time like walking up to someone being like, oh, hey. And then be like, no, I'm in a relationship. Sorry. Do you think that, yeah. I think it just goes back to the fact that it's really hard to approach people I in know. general. It's like a scary thing. It is scary. I th- I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't know if this is in the US. I would, I would love to f- further research this and see who's doing it because- I mean, I just can't see people our age doing it. I feel like maybe the pairing is for people who are like in college. No, I was thinking like older, like they're oh. they're like trying, they're like past the point of like 
oh, like you're 40 and still not married. Like, okay, well, let's change that. But I will say that when you said festivals, I was like, wait, that is something I could see like Tomorrowland or something, people wearing this because it's like, who knows what the hell happens at a music festival. I would love to know their definition of a festival because a festival could be like a- (laughs) The para festival. (laughs) It's like, no, what are like you doing this again? I actually need to take time off work because I'm going to the Pear Festival for singles. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I don't know. I, I, I'm I not knocking the idea. No, I'm not. I think it's it's a good idea to bring human connection back to dating. Make dating, like, I guess. Not as hard again. Not as, like. Complicated. Not as online. Yeah, I think I think that's honestly why they created it. I think they wanted to, people to meet organically in person versus online. Do you think there's any going back though? Like I just look 10 years in the future to what? And I'm like dating da- apps. Dating apps. Like they're just going to get worse. There's no way. I think they're just going to get worse. I think unless I think you're like in college either you, just you like, meet on a dating app or you meet through a friend of a friend. I feel like those are your two options in life. Yeah, cuz now that I think about it, meeting someone at a bar also isn't really great either. You know? Oh, I feel like a lot of people probably have met at a bar. I feel like there probably. are people in Southie that probably find love at Capo Basement. True love, though, <laughs> do you think? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Okay, I've been seeing something on TikTok. I'm curious to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. about boyfriend air. I feel like Good this is, I'm like air. new to this term, but it was started making sense to me. All these girls are like complaining on TikTok about having. Like, if you spend a lot of time with your boyfriend, you look worse, like, after spending time with them than you did before. And it's, like, mm-hmm. you glow down when you're with them. And I was, like, I didn't know if they meant... Okay, I didn't know if they meant, like, when you get into a relationship and you get comfortable. So maybe, like, you don't try as hard and then things start, like, slipping. Or maybe you gain some weight because you're, like, eating unhealthy food with them. But then you said that that's not what it is, right? So, yeah, I've seen this on TikTok. And basically, I've seen girls do a before and after of them. Like, obviously these are girls that don't live with their boyfriend. So they're going to their boyfriends for a sleepover. They do a before video of like what they look like. Like their hair is nice and neat and pretty and shiny. Their makeup looks flawless. Or maybe they're not going over with makeup. They just have like, you know, that glazed donut skincare look going on. One of the two. And then they come back from their boyfriends and they look like they were, they were run over by a train. Like, Something about the boyfriend air just just sucks the life out of you. And so what are they? Is it like the environment that's bad? Yes. So like they're saying like girls have noticed a certain pattern to like, oh, like, you know, my I didn't have this pimple when I when I got to my boyfriend's house. But, you know, I left my boyfriend's house with a pimple because they don't like clean their pillows. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they don't wash their pillowcases enough. So maybe their hair is now greasy. Um, they cook with canola oil (laughs) or maybe they haven't opened their bedroom window in like five months so the air is a little stuffy i mean there are some gross guys out there i mean we are fortunate enough i feel like cereal in bed what's wrong with that you just kidding (laughs) i actually used to have a really bad habit of eating in bed and i feel like Oh, I was depressed. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I mean, well, no, all of a sudden now I'm an asshole. No, but Mr. Man was the one that got me out of like, I don't eat in bed anymore. No, I do. I I do think I I understand. If it's a sign of depression, I do understand. (laughs) I take it back. Um, I know. No, I was kidding. I mean, I wasn't kidding, but I'm kidding. And I'm not saying that because I am. I went to a period in college where I did eat like chips in bed, usually like three in the morning after the bar. So I probably wasn't the neatest about it, but like yeah. there is nothing worse than like waking up crumbs and there are crumbs in your bed. Yeah. Especially flaming hot Cheetos crumbs. In oh your God. Bed. Just orange mess everywhere. Oh my gosh. It's no, probably but, in a hotel room. I will though. I got room service in the Bahamas. Well, and that's like, different. It's not your own bed. True. Doesn't matter what happens to that bed. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. You pay for, to mess up those sheets. But I do think, you know, we are fortunate enough that our boyfriends have good hygiene. I know Mystery Man cleans our sheets twice a week. He's cleaner than most women. (laughs) I know. I might hire him to clean. Which is really good for my my germophobia. Yeah. But I just feel like you take a clean freak and a germophobic and you put them together (laughs) and and it's just a match. It's just a match made in heaven. Truly is. But um, I mean, that shit just wouldn't fly with me. I feel like guys, certain guys out there are so lucky to have girlfriends in their life because they force them to be cleaner. Yeah. And like, 
maybe the girls that are experiencing boyfriend air are in like the begin, maybe not the beginning stages, but like they haven't been dating long enough to be like, you're a freaking slob. You are gross. We need to do something about your living environment because it's gross. Yeah, I do agree with that. I mean, I don't know. Every guy's different. I know some very, very clean guys randomly like my yeah. Michael's. Like two of his roommates in college were like the cleanest people I've ever seen in my life. Like they'd have like one shirt in their like hamper and they would do laundry that day. Oh Never seen anything like it. I actually think I've seen some gross girls too. But I think you have to have like a relationship where you somehow make each other better and like the clean person has to r like raise up. The I give you a pass. If it's within three years of graduating college, I do give you a pass. You don't understand yeah. how the world works yet your mom might still do your laundry. Like, I don't really know, like, however you went through college or life. You have an adjustment period. There's, you get a grace period, three years. Yeah. I will give you that. If you are- Three years is generous. I think it's generous, but sometimes it takes three years to really fully get it down. Yeah. If you're like Adulting 23 and you're like, you know, hanging out with your new boyfriend and you're at his place and- you know, there's no headboard and That's there's true. like their, their brain isn't fully developed everywhere. 25. Yeah. And like, they don't really know how to clean the shower. Like I'm not going to hold that super against them. Sure. If you're 30, no, that's a red flag. I'm sorry. And if you don't know how to do it, like f figure it out, like pay someone, like pay a friend that doesn't mind. Or odds like, are if they're 30 and they're still a slob, odds are they're probably going to be a slob. They're never going to change. No, they're never bad habits are hard to break. And if you are 30 and you have a bad habit that like you are aware of and you don't care enough to get rid of it, it's like, what are you doing? I agree. But I think a lot of these, at least the girls that I've seen on TikTok, I think they are probably either in college or just out of college. Okay. So, so then I don't, I understand that that is tough. I mean, I in college would so junior year, I lived in an apartment. Michael lived in an apartment with like four of his friends. But then they like decided to like move into the frat house. which <laughs> just wasn't what, what we needed. So senior year, they were living in the frat house. I, in my life have never, like frat that, was are gross. that was boyfriend era. And also like if it was freshman or sophomore, you're fine. But senior year, when you're like kind of at the point where you're like, you know, maybe I won't go in on, maybe I won't go out on Friday night. But like your boyfriend's living in a frat house and like there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. Like they have to give you a roll of toilet paper if you if you want one. And I've never like, had a frat the floors experience. are sticky and it's just like <laughs> you're right. Like you definitely wake up with like pimples because you're like, what is happening? Everything's greasy and sticky. Everything is greasy. And like people just spill alcohol and like they're not cleaning that. So you're just like you're stepping on generations <laughs> of just like beer spills as you walk around. I've been to a, a frat house, but I've never been in a frat bedroom. So I, I, I think I'd be horrified. It's if just I like did. not a like loving and memorable experience. <laughs> but I do feel for the girls who talk about who talk about boyfriend air. Like I get it now. Yeah. I thought they meant like when you get into a relationship and you're like comfortable and like you don't really feel the need to like take care of yourself, go crazy with the makeup and maybe you let your hair go a little bit because you're like happy and oh, I, I thought that's I was what boyfriend air was, and I was like. Okay, because I do understand the feeling of, I think there's a good side to it because you feel comfortable and secure and you're not like anxious, so it's fine. But there's definitely an element of like, I feel like when you're dating a guy and all of a sudden you're like eating all your meals with him and he's like, you know, going for stuff that maybe you wouldn't necessarily eat. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're like, wow, like I can't fit into my jeans. I thought that's <laughs> what it was. No, Which no, this is happens. different. But that's also very that's true. Also, a thing. Yes, getting comfortable in a, it's called happy weight, happy relationship weight. Moral happy. of the story: Men will ruin everything. Just kidding. They I'm suck very the happy. life, but in a good way. We love you if you're listening to this, <laughs> which you probably aren't. No, definitely. All right, not. let's do product spotlight. I feel like we haven't done it in a while. Do you have one? I actually do. Let's stay on the hair train. It's the Kerastase Elixir Ultimate. It's not ultimate. I don't know how to pronounce it. Hydrating hair oil serum. Oh, I love this one. Wait, okay. is, this the one? is this the gold one? Yes. Yes. I have slept on this for way too long. I bought it before we went to Miami. So I've been using it for over a month now. And I can't believe I ever used Olaplex number five, what, five, eight, whatever it was. This is I am obsessed with it. I use it every single time I wash my hair. Wait, I never gave you any of mine. I'm like so confused. No, I've never used it. Really? I was just in Sephora. I've been obsessed with this stuff for like a year. 
I know. I, I slept that I, on like, it. I figured I would have like. No, I never borrowed you to it. Try it. No, I, I bought the mini version, which is $26. The standard size is 54. I bought the mini one, one, because I knew I was going to bring it to Miami. So I wanted the, the, a smaller one, but I also didn't want to buy a big one in case I didn't like it because I mean, $54 to be honest, is a lot. But it, also, it lasts a while. It goes like I had um, the first one I bought, I think lasted me like six months. And wow. then I bought a second one. It's a little goes a long way. If you guys haven't used it, like don't sleep on it. Like I did. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I feel like if I slept on it, there are definitely people out there also sleeping on it, but it's good for heat protection. It's good for hydration, strength, shine. It also reduces frizz. And it also I, smells so it good. It smells amazing. And I really feel like it does what it says it does. Yeah, I, I think it smells like 10 times better than Olaplex and it's like yep. thicker. I feel like yes. if you put it on your ends, I actually notice my ends feel better it says than it's, Olaplex does. It's online, I was looking, it says it's a lightweight formula. And like, that might be true, but if you do use too much, it can, like, I do feel it. I'm like, oh, I put too much and like, I feel like my hair will get greasy faster. I feel like it's one of those things where if you're um, someone that has naturally like coarse, maybe like brittle, frizzy hair, you probably could get away with using a little bit more and like putting it through like all your hair. But I think if you have that like silkier, like finer hair um, that tends to get greasy, I wouldn't really touch your roots yeah. with it because it will make your hair look greasy. Yeah. If your hair already like gets For like sure. that. Um, big fan. Ooh, I'm we'll, happy you like it. I'm obsessed and it just I will smells so forever good. buy it. Yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like there's certain scents for hair where like if I wear that, even if I didn't wash my hair the day before, like I feel like my hair just smells good. How often do you, cause I only do it when I wash my hair. Should I be doing Same. it more? You can do it like, so usually I'll put it in when I wash my hair and then on days I don't wash it, I'll just put it like on the ends that way. Like, you know, like they when your ends say, get kind of dry. Yeah, that's why I'm have dry shampoo in my so hair. So sometimes I just put it on the just my, like the very, very ends just so they feel a little silkier. Well, yeah, you can do it yeah, on dry yeah. or wet hair. So I need to start doing dry hair. Amazing. Oh yeah, you can, dry hair feels really yeah. good too. Um, All right, mine is, I don't know if anyone has seen, if they've seen like my Instagram stories, I've been posting it in it looking a ton. Looking like a freak. Looking like a freak, looking like a whole Iron Man. But the Dr. Dennis Gross um, Spectral Light Facewear Pro LED sounds like a complete mouthful. mouthful. So basically this is an LED mask. It goes on your full face. Um, there's a bunch of different settings. The most popular one is like the red setting, which targets like hyperpigmentation. Um, there's also like a blue setting, I think, and a purple setting. Um, like there's a setting that like targets acne and other things, but it also targets um, fine lines. So essentially it's an, it's an LED light. So it's a little bit, I know I've talked about laser facials on here before. It's definitely less like intense than a laser facial, obviously, because it's not a full on laser, but it's it's a red light therapy and it's targeting your face. So the whole idea is that you put it on, you have to do it every single night. So it's not like something you do once a week. It's like every yeah. night. And I would say do it anywhere from like three to six minutes. Um, so you click the button and it goes on for three minutes and then it automatically shuts off and you can do it a second time. It's like safe enough to do twice. Um, but the whole idea is if you do it over the course of probably, I'd say like a good month, it's supposed to reduce um, hyperpigmentation. So I know for myself, like I really have never liked my freckles. So it's supposed to help with that. Um, and it's supposed to help with fine lines. It also helps with like redness, rosacea. Um, it helps with acne and it helps with just like a whole host of other skin issues. So it has three light settings, red, blue, and purple. I think so. I've only ever used the red. Like Bahamas? There's one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, that We're just was, growing that up was, that in was life. Good. That Thank was good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember the only the other two, so don't quote me on that because I've only ever used the red because there's one oh, specifically okay. for acne and like acne scarring. Um, but I don't really deal as much with that. My issue is more hyperpigmentation. So yeah, don't quote me on that. But you can like when you have it on, you can like click you can click it and it'll turn different colors. Okay, my on, like, question is though, because I'm a psychopath, is it safe for your eyes? I was wondering that too, because that that was my first. Me. That was my first fear because, and that's the reason why I didn't get it for so long because um, when you go into the laser facial, they put goggles. like goggles on because it's obviously dangerous for your eyes. Supposedly this is safe for your eyes. You know when people buy those like red light boxes, like red light yeah. therapy or like infrared, it's like the same thing. Do you close your eyes when you do it just for safe measures? Sometimes. Not always. <laughs> Sometimes I do it when I'm watching TV, um, but I usually do try to close my eyes. Um, I mean, it, I feel like 
Dr. Dennis Gross wouldn't. Dr. Dennis. Dr. Dennis. Dr. Denny. Dr. Denny wouldn't make a product that would like make you lose your vision. I feel over like that, time. Would, that would be rude if he did, you know. But lawsuit. Lawsuit. It's true. What's a little failed vision for <laughs> some serious you cash? Could just get LASIK and it'll be fine. No, but that is actually a severe fear of mine. And that's why I haven't bought it, but well, I really some, want to. Well, I'll do some research and figure it out. Okay. But I am pretty sure. Take that, one for the team. Yeah. But like people <laughs> do red light therapy without the mask, just like further to feel happy or whatever. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's safe. Um, I'm like, I'm, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's safe. I haven't noticed any negative res- like repercussions from it. But like I said, you're supposed to do it for like three minutes a night, five minutes a night, six minutes, whatever it is. One thing, because at first I would do it like while I was watching TV. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like very big on like simplifying like my skincare routine. Like I like to slap on some serum, brush my teeth, go to sleep. But I don't do the like 15 step thing anymore. Good. I'm just too tired at night. Um, so with this, I was like, oh, like, am I really going to want to like sit there and like wait for five minutes? Like where after I do my skincare or whatever. What I started doing was I like have it next to my bed now. I get into bed at night, like after I've done everything and I put it on my face and I literally like turn it on and close my eyes. I'm not kidding. Something about the red light, like it's puts very soothing. It puts me to sleep. And all of a sudden I'm like falling asleep and then it goes off. Huh. Um, and it, I noticed that it's actually helped me sleep better. Like I fall asleep as soon as I take it off my head. Like I am completely like so exhausted and I sleep completely through huh. the night. So Bonus. I don't know if that's scientifically backed or if that's just like Something a that, me thing, yeah. but let me know if anyone's had similar results, but highly recommend. And do you, do if you I've, have to um, wash it? Yeah. Well, you should like eventually like probably wipe it down. Cause like it touches my, your face. My logic is don't the lights just kill it? Maybe. But like, you know? I'm sure like you should wipe it down just like anything eventually. Oh. You don't need to like, I wouldn't submerge it because it's like electric. electric. Yeah. So electronic. what do you do? You just. You probably could just like wipe it down with like a water with like maybe like minceller water or like, <laughs> I don't know what, what just water. <laughs> just water. <laughs> I don't really know all the details guys. I'm working out the kinks, but yeah. I just got back from the Bahamas and my face is burned and I'm probably going to get yelled at by my esthetician. So I'm probably not the best like judge of it yet, but as I, as I use it for longer, I'll let you guys know if I see any positive results so that you don't have to spend all your money on it yet. It is pretty expensive. It's $455. So hefty price tag. So but I would say unless for, you're like sure you want it, maybe don't buy it yet. For that price though, like one laser facial is usually that $500. Much, so. Exactly. So I think it is worth it, but I also understand that there's people True. listening to this, including some of my family members who think that I'm absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. Um, but it was actually a gift from my parents. So thank you. Aww. If you guys are listening, love you. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. Awesome. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork, no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for recommendations on places to go, people to see, all that good stuff, join our private Facebook group. It's called Drinks After Work. Boston baddies, or you could just go to the Hoobie link in our Instagram bio and click become a Boston baddie today. Become a Boston baddie today. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.